I'm just saying that with the statement, money is the root of all evil, that's like an incomplete statement because it doesn't say that's what all money can do. It just says that's one thing money can do. Mm-hmm. You're 100% right. That, that's a, I never thought about that, but yeah, you're 100% right. Not a complete statement in regards to money. Because um, money is one of the most popular topic in the Bible. Um, outside of, you know, salvation. Um. Yeah. Uh. I lay on the scale, you gotta glow, gotta glow. You gotta glow. She had my intentions, you gotta know. I'd like to welcome everyone to another episode of the Last Year Podcast. I'm your host, Zeke, and in this episode, I'm my friend Demi to speak about financial freedom and religion. You can find out more about his brand, Wealth in Christ, by clicking the link in the description below. Hope you have a nice day and enjoy the show. Thank you for having me, Zeke. No problem, anytime. So, the first question I'd like to ask is What would your origin story be and how would you like to represent it? Um, so, my name is Dami, for those who may not know. Uh, I am a 23 year old entrepreneur, investor. I'm also a Christian and also the host of Love and Christ podcast basically a podcast that's here to inspire the masses, especially Christians, that it's possible to be financially free without compromising their faith. So that's basically my little short um, summary about myself and autobiography about myself. And for your story, how would you like to represent your story? Would you like to write a book, make a TV series? Um, I, mean the, I mean, I do see myself um, writing a book, you know, I do have some ideas in writing a book, you know, but I do want to learn more about myself, you know, get more, I guess, experience and, you know, yeah, experience, it's the word, experience under my, under my belt. So if I do write a book, people can say, okay, this guy has been through some stuff, you know, as a 23 year old, um, not 23, not 23 year old, write books at this age. So it's like, I don't want to rush the process. And also I just want to wait for the right timing. Got it, guys. Still trying to figure out, you still feel like your story has time to be written. Let's see that. Yeah. Nice. So let's get into this. So you're also a Wealth in Christ podcast. This hasn't been like a very big financial literacy push for people of color. How do you feel about that? Um, you should repeat that one more time for me. So sorry about that. That's okay. So it's pretty much talk about that. It's a big push for financial literacy for people of color. I want to get okay. thoughts on that. Um. So yeah, that is a very major issue. Um, the disparity between the I guess other race um or other group of people. Um, when you look at minorities, um. The dollar does not last long in the minority community. Uh, I think if I'm not mistaken, it literally leaves the black community like in seven hours. Like that's how quick the dollar goes. So you can think of it like, you know, when people go and order Chinese food, that dollar's already going. When it goes to the corner store, that dollar's already going. If you shop at Walgreens, Walmart, the dollar's pretty going. And I feel like that's one issue. I feel like the, the bigger issue is the, the lack of understanding of how to manage money. You know, what is money? You know, what, how can you use money? You know, a lot, there's a couple of people who do make it about 
um, or the neighborhood, but like doing something to come back and trying to educate people. Some people, you know, don't think they should come back because when it was grinding, people didn't support them. Um, and also people who are also in the community from their perspective is like, this person is not Hollywood, you know, they don't understand, like they forget where they come from, but it's like, you know, when you get to, from what I understand, when you get to a certain level of wealth, when you start feeling that there's certain things you don't want to associate yourself with at times, and people need to understand that either you, like, I guess from there, from a wealthy person, the person is like the people who wants to help has to change their mindset and level up to that mindset, because I can't teach you, um, like I tell the same thing to anybody, I can't teach you how to build, you know, to invest in stocks. I can tell you, I can tell you how to do all of that, but it's more about the mindset. You know, if your mindset is like, oh my God, if I put money into this, then um, it goes down one day, I'm taking my money out. That's not the process. And when you think of wealthy people, they usually play the long-term game. Basically, you know, they put into the stocks and over a 10, 15 year period, that's how they accumulate, you know, such wealth. Um, just to even go into more detail, 90% of, 90% of millionaires, one thing they have in common is that they all own real estate. And that's something that's lacking in a minority group or black color, people of color, people of color. Uh, we don't own properties, you know, we probably don't get passed down. And I did a, a workshop recently and at a church and a pastor asked me, like, what's the reason why people, you know, when they buy properties, um, they lose it, you know, but minorities, for, for whatever reason, we fall victim into it and what i can say is that there's a recent article that came out by msbc and you can based from the article a lot of people are just they borrow more than what they can afford you can see that in the minority community we try to be so big you know i gotta have the flyest shirt i gotta have the flyest sneakers and don't get don't get me wrong don't 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 get me wrong there's nothing wrong with you not having a fly but what you want to do is you want to have an access that pays for that liability. So if you have a property, a house, let's say um, your total bills for the month, you know, like a thousand dollars, but you collect um, two thousand dollars rent. You know, the thousand dollars pay for the mortgage, you know, for the insurance, and the remaining thousand dollars you can either you can save it, you can go low it out. In my case, I you know I would save at least five hundred dollars in case for emergency. Um, Another 500, you can do whatever you want. So it's all about the mindset. Um, and that then, like, people need to understand is a mindset and it's not a quick thing. Building wealth is not a quick thing. That's something I realized, especially with the youth in the community. Um, everybody wants quick money. Everybody wants to, I don't, I want to get it quickly. Like, they don't want to understand, like, the patient. Um, like, this one story I would tell, I tell all the time. So there's one of my, one of our friends, I'm a good friend. Uh, yeah, one of our friends, I'll quaint I know. He basically asked me some advice about stocks. And I'm very, I mean, now I'm more skeptical about giving advice in terms of like what I exactly I'm investing. Cause I understand that, like I started off this, um, is that you, people need to have the mindset. And majority of people don't have the mindset of how money is and how money grows. So, but you know, my first start of this whole process, yeah, yeah, I began, you know, I did my research on, like, you know, buy Apple, buy Tesla. Um, like it was basically sometime last year before Thanksgiving, something around that time. And I reached back out to him like in January, you know, you know, just to check in, like, okay, how's the stock? You know, did you add more? Did you buy more? 
And just for the guy to tell me that it was not moving fast enough, that was one thing. I'm like, bro, Apple is a $2 trillion company. Where do you see it going? Like a lot of us use Apple phones, you know? Apple's not going anywhere. Like it's not going anywhere. And Tesla's not going anywhere anytime soon. Like they literally building a whole new industry into the electrical cars. And he's just like, yeah, I just, it, it was not giving me money as quick as possible. And like, yeah, it's a long-term play. You know, you probably, like the guy, if I'm not mistaken, the guy was probably up at least 30 or 40% on his already um, investment. But how much more do you want? And that's, that's something I can see going back to the story I was talking about where the past book coaches agree and not having a plan. Okay, you know, if I buy this property, um, I'm holding for five years, ten years. It's gonna fund one part of my bills, um, or they can take the money out. You know, do a cash refinance, go and buy another property. So it's all about the mindset. That's I just what I want to end on. It's all about the mindset that people need to have. And I feel like that's lacking in the color, in the, the minority group. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I feel like for us, for our people, we always have a survival mindset. It's always like. So if we made it day by day, if we, if we survive a day, we accomplish everything. So it's kind, of, it's kind of hard to switch into a long-term plan when you don't, sometimes don't believe you're going to make it to that far. You want to just see what you can do right now. Like Kanye said, you were supposed to make it past 25. And then if you don't think you'll make it 25, how are you going to try to do something that's going to take you a long time to build? Now you're right. And I guess one thing I can say to that, um, I definitely understand that, um, the survival instinct, but I definitely, um, I guess I can say, you know, is, how can I say, you gotta change your environment. Let me just say it like that. You gotta change your environment because you, you, you only kill a mindset how to get this a survival mindset, like you said, nine out of 10 times, you will be um, someone that's just all about the quick money, you know, trying to get the quick bag, not then then. And that's a lot of people um, because of their mindset, not because they're bad personality or we don't get along, but at least for this time, me growing and grinding, I just can't have certain mindset, you know, like people like to say they can change people. I try not to try to deal with that, you know, try to see if I can change somebody or force somebody to change their belief because of my conviction. So, so it's important to change your environment. And when you change your environment, you know, you start to see things different. You start to see, yes, I can make 100K a year. And by the way, only 9% of people make 100K a year. Um, overall, so there's a big there's a big wealth gap between the poor and the yeah, definitely. I remember I wanted to do stocks when I was younger, but like not having anybody around to like kind of guide me through that was kind of like a big hurdle. But now with all of this and everybody pretty much sharing what they know, it's like an easier thing for me to do now. What's that get started? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, a very, it's very important to have mentors. 
that has helped me, you know, just to add on to it, it has really helped me personally, whether it was in school. Um, and people always try to make, you know, always trying to clown me, saying, oh, you always do something like a mentor does this, mentor does that. But yeah, my mentor does all these things, so I don't have to do it. You know, my mentor went through the struggle, understand, like, you know, to my school, my mentor understands, like, you know, what it's like not to pass a class. So he, you know, how, so if he's telling me what not to do, I can avoid it and I can skip the hurdle. Like, that's how I see it. That's how I see my mentor. That's why I'm 100%. You know, that's something I emphasize on my podcast, something I emphasize on my TikTok, Instagram. Get mentors. Because me personally, between me and Z, I'm a lazy person. And, you know, I, I, me trying to do hard thing. I mean, I'm lazy. Since, I'm saying I'm lazy, but I'm, I'm hardworking, as you can see. But I'm lazy. I don't like to go through to do things the hard way. If there's an easy way, you know, it's not it's easy because you, you don't learn from his mistake. I'm going to do that. And I feel like that's some people, that's what things they people do. They make an investment in themselves, you know, $500, $400, whatever it may cost. That could be the difference when you changing your whole generation. So that's, I, I love my three mentors I have, one for education, one for stock, one for real estate. Like they really help change their mindset in terms of how to view money. Like something I can say, you know, especially in a minority group, minority is that, or not even say minority, but just people who are not wealthy. I mean, just not people who are not wealthy is that we, we hold money so tightly like we forget that money is is basically paper. And when you look up, you know, look at what percent of money is made, I forgot the, the percentage, but I think it's like 70 or whatever. It's just cotton. So when you think about it, it's, it's like when you think about it more and more detail, we're literally picking cotton. Like we literally fighting over cotton. And when you think about the whole idea of slavery, the whole point was to stop picking cotton and stop trying to work for this kind of cotton. But in reality, most of us are still doing the same thing. Like we're working for this kind because that's the only thing we see. We see money and oh my gosh, money's everything. But money, like I like to explain, money is just a tool to buy back your time to give your family a life that they deserve. Definitely, definitely. Jose, he went through that so you don't have to go through that. So like, you gotta have people, anybody has a mentor, even like your parents, even if your mentor, it's not positive um, influence. It's it's telling you what not to do, so you at least mm, don't right. do that. You're hundred percent right. But yeah, definitely. And with everything, so yeah, I'm trying to think about like with everything. Everybody's trying to become more financially literate. How do you think? How do you think things will change? Do you think things will change? In terms of the size quo? Ah, um, that's a great question. And that's definitely a great question. And I feel like, to be honest, I'm being honest with myself and just looking at history and just, just looking at human beings. So, you know, you can't change the human being into detail. Um, if you're supposed to take away the idea of building it and make it everybody on the same playing field, there's a 90% chance, or even more than that, that the same people that are wealthy now will be the same people that will be wealthy then. 
the reason why, because it's like I'm, it goes back to discipline. A lot of people don't have discipline. And when you think of um, lottery winners, a lot of people win lotteries and they go broke. A lot of people, you know, go to pro, you know, they become artists. Um, all these people that, you know, they, you know, they have this nice album and they make, make big money. And, you know, after a certain time, they go broke. And it's because of lack of discipline. Like discipline is really is really a big thing. And you can think of discipline every way. Discipline to know, okay, maybe I should not take that deal. Discipline, maybe I should not talk to that person in that certain way. Discipline in terms of, you know, not, I'm not gonna spend this kind of this kind of money at this point. You know, discipline in regards to able to say no. You know, a lot of people don't like to say no. Like no is a is a full answer. So I don't think it's really make a difference because you look at, you know, top five or seven billionaires, they all have literally grew there, have gotten richer. Um and you can see like, you know. Things, I mean, it's great. You know, I would say it's great that people have the awareness, but something I like to say and then there's no point in having a knowledge and not going to apply it. A lot of people have the knowledge about stock. A lot of people have the knowledge about crypto. A lot of people have the knowledge about real estate. But when you come down to it, you know, there's only 5%, you know, 5% of people who actually put in the work, 5% of people who actually go to this seminar, 5% of people who are reading books, you know, I've, you know, this year I've read about 10 books so far. Um, and, and I listened to about six or seven podcasts because I understand the point of getting the knowledge and I try to apply it, you know, when I speak to my mentors and things like that. So but most people won't do that. It's like, oh, it's too much to waste my time. You know, I'm not getting paid for this. But how, you, you can't get mad, you know, four or five years from now where, you know, I'm driving a you know, nice car, you know, living the life that I want to live. You can't get mad. And I feel like people don't realize that in order to get to a certain level of success that we all desire, there has to be some type of sacrifice that you have to make, whether it's time, whether it's money. Like, you have to, life is all about give and take. That's something my pops always tells about time. Like, life is about give and take. You can't just want to think you can get, get, get. You got to give and take. And I say that with um with a caution um because like I don't know if you saw the last one of TikTok quotes I made you know a lot of times people get caught up so much in the grind that they forget to live and I don't want that to be anybody who listens to this podcast that's is great you know I'm encouraging you guys to stay in your grind and get disciplined but at the same time take time to live you know something I do personally is every Friday. Like I try to call it like a little more chill day. You know, I go and walk around, um, walk around, relax, spend time with my mom, um, my brothers, try to speak to them as much as possible. And, you know, that day I, I treat myself to ice cream. Every Friday, I treat myself to ice cream. So some people are like, oh, my God, that's nothing. But and when you do that, when you're treating yourself with, you know, with a little bit, you know, once you start getting this million dollars, 100K, you know, the discipline, okay, you know, I'm still going to treat myself. That's what wealthy people, they do. They treat themselves, even though, you know, it seems like they, all they do is work, work, work. But there has to be a time when your body just relax. You know, you treat yourself, whether it's a massage, get your nails done. Um, if you can't afford, like, all these, like, I guess, luxury, they'll go on a trip. You can literally go to the park, go for a walk, you know, meditate. Um, have a little picnic in the park. 
Um, because your mind, after a certain time, you know, constantly being in a move of just trying to be creative, you do get burnt out. And the work that you were trying to reach, you was like you would never reach it because you're basically like a dead car, like a car, a battery that's not working. You trying to you trying to drive it. You need to charge the battery. Um, so that's that's literally my um thing about that. I don't I don't think it's really gonna change the the spectrum of the rich employees that give it to answer. But I just think it creates the awareness because it still goes back to mindset. 95% of people, you know, are not going to take that risk. You know, don't get me wrong. Um, certain investment is not for everybody. I want to say that, you know, everybody needs to understand their type of um, risk management. Some people, they can, they can understand that. I mean, even though it's the same thing, the same process, the same ideas and theology, you know, maybe stocks, maybe two, maybe two, confusing for somebody but real estate may happen to work better for somebody or having a business may happen to work somebody but you just gotta find what way or even um now that i'm trying to entrepreneur even a roth ra that's something you can do without having to worry because on average you know if you're talking about sp 500 you, you invest into an etf such as spy which did about 15 percent last year in the pandemic on average, it gives you six to eight percent. So you put a hundred dollars down. At the end of the year, you can expect six dollars to eight thousand every hundred dollars you put in. So it's, it's all about you want to make sure your money is working. It's not all about just trying to be an entrepreneur. I know a lot of people are on social media and Instagram trying to condemn a nine to five, but I mean you can be a nine to five and be become a millionaire. You know, most like I that statistic I threw out there, only nine percent of people make a hundred k. So there's somebody lying on social media about the, um, what they what they're making and how they get their money. So knowing that is like okay, you don't need to necessarily make this hundred k. It's all about how you manage, you know, that seventy k, that ninety k. Because once you know how to manage and you get a certain percentage on your money every month, every year, twenty, thirty years, compound interest, you can literally be a millionaire. So that's that, that's how I view that. Um, I don't think it's gonna change. To be honest with you. Yeah, I see that. You can teach people something, but if they don't know how to use the tool, then it's gonna be all in deaf ears. Yes, sir. And then with the new housing crisis about to happen, that's another way that wealth is really gonna change. Because yeah, you're you're definitely right. You're hundred percent right in that regards. Um, because House market, the house market is on all-time high. Um, if you, I don't know if you know, like thinking about a week ago, lumber that are all-time high. And people are literally buying houses without doing inspections. That's like, that's basic knowledge of education, like, you know, to make sure the foundation is good. You know, the plumbing is good, you know. But those things cost money that people try to skip. Like, I, I'm not trying to pay 20, 30K because of some silly mistake that only costs $400 to get an inspection, depending on what state you are in, you know, $400, at most $600 to get an inspection, make sure this house is, and people that they are borrowing at an all-time high, more than, you know, then I'm not saying that, you know, there has to be a balance. That's the thing, there has to be a balance, and you can see in this pandemic, there's not a balance. The government put a lot of money 
into the economy, making people think that they're the, they're the top dog, you know? People, like, people think they, they're all of that now in a bag of chips, but when, when things start to roll back, you know, it's going to get very scary, you know? I don't, you know, I pray that no one has to lose their house, but it's going to be, that's something that's going to be reality for some people where they will have to lose their house. You know, the car might have to get repossessed. Um, um, and all these different things. So many people so-called rely on, especially minorities, that we rely on so much, you know, being a cashier, um, like these jobs, you know, are going to now be replaced by robots. And when you think about it, when these jobs with train driver, bus drivers, are they, they all being replaced by, um, by robots because it's more cheaper, that means there's a chance of higher unemployment. There's a chance of more people having to, you know, want to get unemployment checks on a daily basis, you know, rely on the government to try to feed them. So I'm encouraging those who are listening to this podcast, if you have a skill or you want to do something, start it. You know, the worst thing that can happen is you fail, you gotta do it again. Like that's the worst thing that you can happen. You fail, and you gotta do it again. And that's really life. Like, um, sometime in life, instead of just releasing this post, you gotta understand the season you are in. Sometime in life, you're gonna be getting a bunch of blessings left and right. Yo, thank Jesus, thank God. And sometimes you're like, God, I understand. I, I just, I understand. Like, you, you're gonna ask a bunch of why, why am I going through this? And, you know, that's just the time where you need to, one, draw closer to Christ. And two, understand the reason why you're in there. Because I strongly believe, like, once you understand a lesson that is trying to, you know, God is trying to put you, it's trying to have you learn, once that season passed, it's like, it's like, give me the ball, I'm about to slam dunk, you know? That's what makes, you know, and it's the goal, like, talking about a reference, that's what makes my, um, LeBron James a great player. You know, he may have a bad season, may not win a championship, but you know, Next season, he's still a threat because he already reviewed all the plays. He already understand what play is doing what. So, hey, there's a chance you might see him in the finals. And that's what the same thing we need to do. Like, we need to take the same discipline and analyze where we need to grow at. So when things do change in our favor, hopefully we can we can, we can can really ball out. So that's really something I want people to take away from this podcast. Definitely, everything's an ebb and flow, and sometimes you're in your highs, and sometimes you're in your lows. Like that could go back to the real estate and investing. When you lows, you gotta stick it through. Yes, sir. Cool. So let's talk about your podcast, Wealth in Christ. You talked about earlier how you wanted to make sure people, even in the faith, understand they can still make money and still be surviving so what kind of made you come with that, with that idea um so welfare in christ um like i said i'm the host and basically is a podcast a platform media company that is here to inspire the masses that it's possible to be you know financially free without compromising your faith you know a lot of times it's either especially in the christian community or just in general people always try to associate if you're 
a Christian, you know, you're like you're poor. And if you're wealthy or you know financially free, you're like, oh my God, you're so far away from God. Like we can't talk to you and that kind of thing. Like I mean, so and I like you like to quote the scripture. Um, the love of money is the root of all evil. That's a hundred percent true. I hundred percent agree with that. But at the same time, money is a tool that can change your generation. Money is a tool that you can use to bless the church. Money is a tool that you can use to feed the homeless. Money is a tool that you can bless a child who doesn't have parents get through school. You know, money is a tool. You can, do, you can buy back your own time. You don't got to do certain things. Money is a tool where if you haven't come in, whether it's passively or actively, you can do other things. So that's the way I like to think. And even in the Bible, it talks about, you know, a good man leaves inheritance for his children. You know, so it's not so much about, um, oh, hate money. No, no, that's not, God does not hate money because a lot of things in the Bible you know, it requires money to build temples in those days. It requires money. Um, and even just to, just to have the church flowing, it requires money. You know, all these, um, so that's, that's how I want to first address that. And with the, the reason that quote was put in there, um, the love of money is the root of all evil. When you think about it, people do a lot of crazy things when it comes to money. You know, we all have a price, you know, like people like to say, we all have a price where we will probably go against our morals. And it takes a strong discipline and a strong discipline in God to not do that. You know, that's why people are willing to scam people for a certain amount of money. That's why you can pay somebody to assassinate so much and such people. So the Bible, you know, God understands that those are things that, if, like money is such a, such a strong influence, they can control you. It's basically warnings against it. If you even read that same chapter, you know, in the, um, I think it's First Timothy six ten. We talk about the love of money. I'm not speaking. We've seen the same chapter below, like seventeen, First Timothy six seventeen, eight, wait, sixteen to nineteen. It talks about you know, if you're wealthy, you should give to give to the poor. You should be generous with what you're given. You know, not put your trust in money. So it's it's basically giving the blueprint. So basically giving a blueprint on how to manage manage your wealth. And what I mean to create this is that um seeing a lot of you, especially around my age, a little bit older, that they were they kind of left the church um and they go into these different industries, you know, and they completely like them being a Christian um or being associated with the community is like almost foreign, like foreign. You can't even say like they're a Christian and does that sort. I'm just like, no, I don't I don't think you know God would give you a talent that you can't use for him, whether it's music, whether it's writing, whether it's podcasting that we're doing, um, or being a great speaker, you can use all of that and God can still give the glory for that. So that's the reason why I started a podcast and I'm hoping. Um, as I continue to do it, you know, as me also, you know, doing all these different investments I'm doing, people will see, you know, Christ in my life and understand that I'm not, I'm not compromising my faith to do any of these things. Like, I still have my moral, you know, 
from the Bible in terms of believing in the tangle of God, believing in Trinity, you know, the three and the Holy Spirit, God the Father and God the Son. Like I believe in all of that, but I'm not compromising my faith just to get money. And that leads us to understand that people need to understand that not all not all money is good money. If that makes sense. You know, not all money is good money. And that's pretty much why I start um because you don't yeah those Christians that are who are wealthy, you know, they um, they try to stay away from the church because the way how the church um, view people who are wealthy and try to take advantage of people who are wealthy, um, which I understand. I understand that you know that that does happen, and so it's like like two worlds that you know that that's what the society has made kind of quote unquote hate each other, but it's literally should be one thing. You know, because you need money to fund the church. There's no church you go to that they don't collect offering, they don't collect tithe. You know, yes, we can say God's gonna provide, but God's not gonna come down like, hey, here's Zeke, here's the money you asked for. No, God's gonna send someone like me. Oh, hey, let me bless you, Zeke, um, for whatever reason. And people need to understand that that's literally how God moves. You know, I'm not saying only God can bless you only monetarily. But God can bless you in so many different, different ways in terms of wealth, because wealth is also good health, you know, having good health. And, you know, usually to have good health also equates to the kind of money you have. When you think of poverty, people don't necessarily have the best of health. That's why it's also um, important to have, like, you know, I have a good balance in terms of money. Understand, you know, God's view on money. So you don't get so caught up in trying to chase the bag as society likes itself to do, chase the bag and all these different things. Because sometimes chasing the bag, you can lose yourself. And then, you know, I can say the same thing, starting my journey with stop. At a certain point, I couldn't sleep. I'm always going like, oh my God, it's not going down, it's not going this. And it took me, you know, God had to reveal that to me, like, yo, you so much worried about all these stocks and what's going on that you're basically losing yourself and me. And I had to retake a step back, you know, Actually, forgiveness and understand that God is the reason why we're all here. I believe that we're all here is to worship God, you know, have a relationship with God, and everything else is basically a topping, you know, on the cake or the ice cream, however you guys want to say. So that's literally why I started the brand, and that's really why I'm pushing so hard. You know, I've had different people come on a podcast and talk about, you know, from clothing brands to real estate to stocks. Um, Talk about how their faith in God literally to help them get to the next level in business. So you can read any books, any self-help book, any motivation books, a good percent of if not all of them, a good percent of them takes morals and ideas and theological all from the Bible. Like they literally just take a couple of scriptures. You know, add, you know, add their own little translation. Let's call it a book. Let's call it rich dad for that. Let's do that. Like the Bible talks about giving. The Bible talks about an investment. You want to talk about the ten, the talents. You know, the three people that talents. One had five, one had two, and one had one. You know, the five double his to ten, the two double his to four, and the one he didn't. He was not appreciative of his talent, and he hid it. And because of the fact that he didn't appreciate what God has given him. 
it just, you know, God sent to help. And that's a lot sometimes as Christians or just like people in general, we have all these different talents. Some of us really only have one talent. Your, your one talent may be podcasting. Your one talent may be just speaking, you know, writing. Um, but through that, through that one talent, God can allow you to reach such greater height financially, spiritually. You know, God can make you have the influence you want to have. And you don't have to compromise your faith at all. So that's why I started a brand. That's why I'm gonna keep on going, um, spreading this news, um, spreading this good news. Of how to live your life, be financially free, and not compromise your faith in Christ. Mm-hmm. There's a lot in there. Because even faith is like the, the like gives people discipline, gives people things to do, like like things to keep on the regiment. And then like a lot of times when you lose yourself because you're trying to either speed up the process or try to do the quick way, but the quick way, which isn't a wedding conflict, but um skipping on necessary steps or or um sacrifices like other people's um, wealth and health and stuff like that. Yes, 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 indeed. And I do want to say one thing so people don't make you confused. I'm not um, saying that everybody's going to get rich, but, you know, everybody does need to become financially free. You know, like I said, only 9% make 100K. So that means that some millionaires don't even make 100K, but they are millionaires. They are living fine. You know, they're not living paycheck to paycheck. So it's possible with your 50, 60, 70K, or even 40K salary to become financially free. It's all about how you manage your money. Yeah. Because everybody, like we, everybody has like a different like investment threshold. Everybody has like a different living expense, I guess would be the number, like the name, where some people need 100K coming in and some people don't need 100k that's 100 percent. and then t-pain was talking about this before like how like um when he was getting out people were saying he's like the, the like like black man successful it's always like the devil's in it or like there's no god he was like what god didn't help me like he gave me the talent and i figured out what to do and stuff like that yeah and I think with the money with the rule of evil, like, yeah, money, that's like an incomplete sentence because money can be the rule of evil, but then that doesn't say, that doesn't mean that's all what money can do. That makes sense. Yeah. I kind of lost you. Kinda, you kind of broke in and out in that part. I'm just saying that with the statement, money is the rule of evil, that's like an incomplete statement because it doesn't say, that's what all money can do. It just says that's one thing money can do. Mm-hmm. You're 100% right. That, that's a great, I never thought about that, but yeah, you're 100% right. It's not a complete statement in regards to money. Because um, money is one of the most popular topics in the Bible um, outside of, you know, salvation. Um, like money is spoken a lot, like in terms of being 
you know, being financially free. You know, Paul spoke about it. Um, Solomon spoke about it. Christ spoke about it. So, yeah, money is really as a big thing. It just, it just so happened. It is also a tool that people get so consumed with that they forget they forget God. You know, people tend to you know focus so much on the creation. No, yeah, the creation that they forget the creator. Well, that was good. What else? So with your podcast and like the different guests, have you learned anything from the guests that you like? Oh, this is very interesting. Um yeah, I've I've always learned something from every guest um that I have. And it's just I guess I can say one thing that I have learned is I actually learned a lot. Oh, I, I want to say a couple of things I learned is one, being consistent. You know, a lot of us, uh, we start business or we start projects, um, excuse me, we start jobs. And because of our mindset, like, you know, because of our mindset and because people around us, we have this negative, uh, basically aura towards the job right away. You know, we have this negative aura towards the project or this business. Like, okay, if I don't make this kind of money in six months, that's just, this is not for me. If I don't do that, this is not for me. And and those who have won a podcast, you know, most of them, all of them are, you know, are still working there in their different respective industry and and the reason why most of them have you know has all of them have grown so successfully is consistently like despite the you know things not working right for them you know people not believing them um not having the right resource um they still made it happen you know you know god still allowed them to make things happen um like one specifically um i could think of right now um, I did a podcast for Carly. She's basically a baker and she wanted to start a business, you know, like she prayed about it and basically God let her to start a business. And the funny thing about that, that podcast, she didn't actually, she, before, before she started a business, she didn't, she didn't bake. So she didn't bake at all. So she prayed and, you know, she, she beat that God to start baking. And so she practiced for a couple of months you know, before she actually started the business. And, you know, during that time, she, you know, she mentioned that, you know, she didn't really think it was that great. And she would have a friend taste it and she was surprised all the different um, feedback that she was getting. And when she started, you know, then, you know, she was, now she had like sellout weekends. Like every weekend she's literally booked out with some things. And imagine she stopped when, you know, she stopped. You know, even when you want to talk about somebody who we, we can all, I guess, say we all know, is you can think of, I like to, I like a lot basketball, I like to make a line reference to basketball, LeBron James, or even Kobe Bryant. Um, injuries happen, you know, misplays happens where somebody supposed to make this, miss the shot, make the shot, didn't make the shot. But the reason why they're great, or we consider them, you know, one of the greats, is because they, 
consistent with when I they didn't even give up. You know, Kobe always came after you. You know, he may lose the championship last year, but you know you're gonna see his face next in, in the Western Conference again. Same thing with LeBron. You know you're gonna see his face sometime again. And you know he's gonna come back much stronger and then so he's like it's also going back to what I say every season you need to understand why what's going on. Because life, you know, a lot of the perception social media trying to portray is that everybody's living so lavishly. All these celebrities are making money. Mind you, I'm going to keep on saying this, this, this statistic, only 9% of people make 100K. So somebody's lying on social media about how much money they make. Um, so you don't want to get so caught up in that um, perception of this is how things are supposed to go. And if it doesn't go like that, no. But that's what, you know, people that have that mindset, which is about 90% of, 90% of us, we don't ever reach the next level we're supposed to reach you know, the next level that God has for us. And just related to faith, you know, a lot of times we pray, you know, God bless me, God do this, God do this for me. But, you know, God is telling you, is basically telling you, you know, I'm trying to lead you through this challenge. You know, I'm trying to, you know, help you learn what you need to learn, learn patience, learn how to be organized in this season. But you're giving up because things are not going your way. You know, you're not getting the clients you want to get. You're not getting the sales you want to get. You're not, you know, getting that promotion at the job that you want to get. But as a reason, I need you to learn something here. I actually need you to learn how to manage the people. I need you to learn how to talk to people. You know, these all these different little skills is what can take somebody, whether in a job, whether in the business, or just in life, to the next level. If you're making 50K right now and you want to make 100K, you, there's a certain skill that you're lacking right now that someone can't pay you that 70K thousand dollar job and if you're making 70 kids it's a skill that you're lacking that someone may not can't pay you 100k and you need to master that art of that thing you know you need to learn how to do it and the same thing with business there may be something there's some systems that you may be mis- you know you may need to put in place you know you may need to get organized in the way you schedule clients you know receive orders but that's what's stopping you from getting to the next level and once you're able to realize that they can get consistently at um, doing that, you will have um, great success. And just to give my own personal thing, um, for those who may not know, my, my Instagram page is Dami the CEO. Um, and basically, you go on my Instagram page, Dami the CEO, you'll see that I post very often, whether it's in my stories, whether it's my reels. And the reason why I post so often is one, I'm trying to build. One, I know that the more I post, the more confident I would get to be around in front of people. Two, the more I post, I'll not only, I'll learn how to better make better videos. Um, three, my content would better. You know, the more I post, the more people I reach. You know, just like me taking my, this is me taking my thousand jump shots, you know, for those who are out me. This is me taking my thousand jump shots. Keep putting posts because, I'm not the best content creator. Some, some content I make, they go wild. You know, they go crazy. And some content, I'm like, oops, yeah, I, I need to work. I need to work better on that. And somebody, you know, somebody when I first started posting, like, I'm like, oh, you're doing too much. Like, da da da. I'm like, no, I'm not doing too much. You just don't understand the goal I'm trying to get to. That's why you say I'm doing too much. And the same, I want to say that because people won't say you're doing too much. You're, you're going so hard for this business. You're going so hard for this job. Yeah, I'm going so hard for this job. Because I, I know I know 
more there's more I can give to this world. Continue to be hungry. You continue to go deeper in God. You continue to understand what God's plan is for you. Because people are always going to say, you're going too hard because they don't understand what you're trying to go after. They don't understand the vision God gave you. And you got to continue going. Ignore that. That's the whole, that's nothing. You want to um, get rid of the naysayers. People that always want to say bad things around you. Because eventually they're going to start rubbing on you and you're going to actually start believing what they um, what they put around you. Because the more things you say to yourself, you know, consistently, you will tend to start believing that. You know, I try to tell myself I'm confident, I'm wealthy, I'm healthy, um, and all of this in Christ. And I truly believe that. You know, God definitely gave me the boldness to truly believe that all these different things is who I am. And no matter what my current situation is, that's who Dami is. Um, so that's one thing I can say that all my guests um, have emphasized is about being consistent and being in the right environment. Because once you're consistent and you're in the right environment, you think you it's just magic. It's, like, it's legitimately magic to keep it on 100%. It's like legitimately magic. You're like, whoa. People actually see what I'm posting. Well, people actually listen to my podcast. Well, people are actually starting to order some of these things because you may be at the point where your things need to get a little better. So that's pretty much um, my something I learned from all my guests. Nice. I think we got almost in here. I'll just say one thing before I show the last question. It's also good how you mentioned earlier when you said you was going. Too crazy with the socks, always keeping up, always trying to watch every minute of it. And it shows that you went through your process that you stated earlier about changing your mindset. So I like that. Yeah, it's very important to have that change of mindset because if you don't, it, it, can, it can be very hurtful to your journey and, and whether it's finance or just in life. And the last question I ask is what would you name your origin story? What would I name my origin story? Name what, what my story? That's a, that's a great question. What would I name my story? <laughs> my story. Hmm. I'll say I would name my story the gift from God. Um and the reason why I say the gift from God is no matter where I've been, the situation I've been, you know, God always came through for me. You know, God always provided for me. Um, whether it's bringing the right people around me for that season, um, blessing me financially, you know, I'm getting different sorts of income, like people just randomly, you know, doing things that I wouldn't necessarily do um, for me or just having that kind of grace and favor on me. Um, that's why I would say, I will say my story, I would name my story a gift from God. Um, Cause that's how I really view my life. Like my life is truly a gift from God. You know, every day I get to wake up, I get to do the things that I really, I really want to do. And it's only by God that I have this opportunity to do these things because there's people 
who want to do the same thing I'm doing, you know, because of their mindset, you know. And some of them are, you know, a novice alive to continue their dream. So for me to continue this, I only can only do is appreciate and continue to grind to reach that, to reach that. Got it. Well, thank you for joining the podcast. Let people thank know you for having me. It was a pleasure. Anytime. Let people know where they can find you. Uh, you guys can find me on YouTube, Wealth in Christ um, podcast on YouTube. You can also find me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Wealth in Christ um, podcast. Uh, you can also follow my business page at Wealth in Christ. Um, uh, what else? And also on my business page, Wealth in Christ, if you do want to book a consultation with me in regards to wealth, building, finance, building stocks, um, budgeting, you know, you basically pick my brain about anything, you can definitely book a consultation. Do my Instagram page, Wealth in Christ. Um, my personal Instagram is Dami the CEO um, on Instagram, um, so you can follow me on all those different platforms. And yeah, I'm looking forward to connecting with all you guys. Nice. Well, thank you again, and that will be it. That brings another episode of the Let's Get That Podcast to a close. Again, you can find out more information about Wealth in Christ by clicking the link in the description below. For next week, I have Alexander to speak about writing about music. Hope you continue on this day, and I hope to see you there.